You're listening to Selfish the Podcast. This is the place where we make much ado about you. I'm your host, Allie Martin. Thanks for joining me. I interview a previous colleague of mine, Ty McBrayer. Ty actually interviewed me for my first job out of college, so I owe quite a lot to her. But truly, in my mind, she is the epitome of someone that has followed their dreams, and I can't wait for y'all to hear about her journey. Ty, I'm so excited to have you on the show. When I finally made the decision to start a podcast, I knew I wanted to interview you. So thank you for agreeing. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. You have been in various jobs before you jumped into Twirl. You had worked in the governor's office, in nonprofit, and the corporate world. However, you discovered that that's just not what you wanted to wake up and do every day. So talk to us about that leap of faith and making the decision you were going to follow your dream. I had done a little bit of everything. Everybody's always amazed and gives me a really hard time when I talk about all the different jobs that I've had in my life. One of my friends always laughs and says, did you work with them there? And I'm like, well, yep, I think I did. (laughs) So it was a long road to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. When I was in college, I always had this little dream of having my own business. And my college roommate and I used to sit and laugh and say we would have a little old house and have a wedding planning business in it. Well, it's not too far from that, but it just took me a while to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. And I think all those different jobs that I held each taught me a different thing about life. The life experiences that I had in all those different jobs really made me the person to be able to take the leap of faith that I needed. Each one of them taught me different things really molded me into the person to have the confidence to be able to make that leap of faith. In my last job, it was a corporate job, and I had just come out of a long stint in government before that. And at that point, I was just really disillusioned with the corporate world and the government world. It just seemed like everybody was always out to get someone, and that just wasn't how I saw the rest of my life playing out. A lot of my friends were getting married at that point, And I was going to all kinds of different bridal shops. I really enjoyed having a smaller experience. I don't like huge stores. That's just my personal um, thing where I enjoy a smaller, more boutique type setting. I really just woke up with the idea one day. I think my friends and family thought I had lost my mind because <laughs> that was in 2000, early 2009 and the economy was not fabulous. I had no idea what I was talking about. I just really woke up one day and said, you know what, it's now or never and if I don't figure out how to take control of the situation for the rest of my life, then I'm going to end up in a job that I'm stuck in for the next 10 years that I absolutely hate. I started doing research and visiting different bridal shops and visiting different stores and really trying to hone in on what I wanted that to look like. I started doing a lot of research and starting writing my business plan and talking to different people about it. And I really do think my best friend thought I had lost my ever-loving mind because she was like, okay, well, I'll support you in this, but I think this is just another one of your little phases that you're going through and it'll pass. But it did not. I really just put my head down and started doing lots and lots of research and crunching numbers and figured out how to make it happen. 
I started doing all that in January, February 2009 and opened Twirl in November 2009. I love that. You just took the leap and and did it. Because if you had sat around and thought about it, you probably would have freaked yourself out. I mean, you just yeah. had to, to jump in. So you, you talked about you started, it, it was the middle of the recession. So what difficulties did you face in that process? It, or what fears did you have going into it? Well, I really, I had never owned my own business. I had never owned a bridal shop before. I had never worked in a bridal shop before. I had worked a little bit in bridal when I lived in Nashville. I did some events um, and worked as a bridal contact for that, but never in a business owning type setting. That was a huge fear, just fear of rejection and fear that people wouldn't find out about me and people wouldn't like my store. It was a lot of self-doubt that I just kind of had to put aside and be confident that that other people saw what Lexington needed the way I saw it. A bigger fear that I had was not being able to take care of myself because at that point I was not married. My husband proposed a month before I opened the store, but going into it, I was just a single 29-year-old girl <laughs> trying to make it work. So the thought of leaving a steady-paying corporate job was a big fear, and my parents saw that, definitely, and all my friends saw that, too. But for some reason, I just kind of put my blinders on and knew it would work, um, and I think that was half the battle. I did face a lot of battles trying to get my small business loan and going through the banks, and a lot of them kind of brushed me off at first, but it was just a process of finding the right one. And I did a small business administration loan, and that was a huge blessing was able to get that. So that was a a big stepping stone for me. Mm, I love it. I love it. It all just worked out the way it was supposed to. Yes, it did. I was very blessed. I prayed a lot, had a lot of confidence, had a lot of support from my family after they saw that I was really serious about what I wanted to do. So not only did you take the jump with Twirl, but you just celebrated the first anniversary of your second business, Meant to Be Boutique. So tell us about what led to that and, you know, how you got that idea. Well, Twirl just celebrated our seven-year anniversary, which is unbelievable to me because it feels like two days ago that I opened. But about a year and a half ago, um, I really started seeing the need for a different type of bridal store in Lexington. Twirl is all um, special order and a little bit higher price point, and not every bride has the time frame to order a dress and not the budget that we have here at Twirl. Meant to Be is a bridal shop that is all off the rack. They're all sample gowns and consignment gowns. We would get probably two or three calls a day asking for a place where people could consign their wedding gowns. And I used to joke with my manager here at the store, every day we would get a call. I said, we need to just keep a tally of this because somebody's got to open a consignment bridal shop. Well, about three months later, my current landlord called and said, hey, I have this great property over around the corner on the corner of Walton and Main, right around the corner from Twirl. And if you know of anybody that's looking for a new space, just let them know and send them my way. I was like, actually, I think maybe I should look at that spot. So I went and looked at it, and it literally felt like it was truly meant to be. And that's where the name came from, kind of a play on words that 
no matter what the journey of the dress was before, it's going to find its way to you and everything was meant to be. And it's also a play on weddings, you know, you found your groom and it was all meant to be. So that has been a huge blessing to, to women here in Lexington and surrounding counties with a shorter time frame where they can't, they don't have the time to order a dress and a lower price point. So we can reach a different demographic and really just be able to bless more people with with the experience of shopping for a wedding dress too. That's the most important. We just didn't we didn't want it to be another place where they would just come buy a dress. We want it to be an experience for them just like they get it twirl. And we've talked a lot about the scary parts of starting a business and the doubt and the fear that you have, but what have been the joys of being a business owner? What makes you smile when you wake up in the morning? <clears throat> That's a great question. And I thought a long time about that. I think the greatest joy is to just stand next to these women as they're getting ready to become a wife and just remind them that this is more than just a wedding. This is about the rest of their life and the start of their new life together with their husband and to not lose sight of that. One of my goals for Twirl and for Meant to Be is to be able to empower young women and give them the confidence they need to take out into the world and love people. And I think just treating people the way they need to be treated and giving them that experience is just a small little token of what we can do to send them out into the world so they can love others. Um, Another part of that is being able to work alongside such wonderful young women on a daily basis that work here and to be able to provide jobs for them. And as Twirl has grown, I've been able to employ more more girls and really be able to start their work life out on a strong note and send them out into the world a little bit stronger than I found them. So I think that's been pretty cool. And another reason why I decided to do this podcast is because that is one of the goals we have for Meant to Be and for Twirl in 2017 is to give back more to the community and really be able to reach women and give them that confidence that they need, that they can they can reach out and reach their goals and their dreams. So Ty, on top of being a very involved business owner, you are the mother to two darling daughters. The goal of this show is for individuals to be selfish, whether that means going after their dreams or just spending time with themselves and being selfish about that. Tell us about how you're selfish and the biggest surprise you found in actually being selfish with your time. It's very hard to find time to be selfish with two little girls and a husband that works as well. I have found that I have to be very honest with my husband and with my mom and dad and anybody around me that depends on me to get things done. I found that you can't pour into others and love them well if you don't take time to fill yourself up too. I read that in a great book that I'm reading right now called Grace Not Perfection by Emily Lay. And it really focused me in on taking time for self-care. I really enjoy massages and I don't get enough of them. So that's one of my goals for this year is to, to try and take that time for myself. Another thing I found is to be honest with my manager and assistant manager here at the stores. They are here and help me carry the burden of running two businesses. And I have to be honest with them sometimes and say, look, I've had enough. 
I'm going to go home. I'm just going to go walk around Target and take a little <laughs> bit of time for myself. I just need that before I go home and face two little girls that are saying, Mommy, 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 every other minute. It's just about honesty for me, just taking time and being honest with people. And when you're honest with people, they're more likely to help you. Like if I, I found that if I'm very resentful and I'm hard on my husband, it makes it harder to ask for time away. But when I'm honest with him and he's honest with me and we just understand what each other's going through, then we can say, yeah, just go have a girl's night. Go have a guy's night. You need it. Because it's hard as a mother. You have constant mommy guilt. And as a business owner, I have constant business mommy guilt. If I'm not here, I feel like something's going to fall through the cracks. Or if I'm not at home, I feel like the girls are constantly missing me. But that's not true. They can they can manage without me for a few hours. And that, in turn, makes me a better mom and a better business owner. So you shared something with me that gets under your skin. You said, my biggest pet peeve is people talking about doing something but never taking action to do it. If it's on your heart, then find a way to make it happen. We only get one chance at this life. We have to make the most of it. So amen, sister. Would <laughs> What would you tell listeners that are wanting to take the dive and follow their dreams? That you really, you really do just have to put your mind to it. Do the research, take the time to plan, and you'll see that with enough support and the more you talk to people and the more you use the contacts and the resources that you've made throughout your life that you can make it happen. If you if you think about it too much, you're going to talk yourself out of it because <laughs> taking a leap of faith is just that. It's a huge leap of faith and and you're not going to do it if you think about it too much. I think the thing that people told me when I was thinking about having children is you just have to do it because if you wait till the time you're ready, you're never going to be ready. You're never going to feel ready. You just have to, to do it. And it does bother me when people talk and talk and talk about doing something and, and never take action because I feel like that's a dream that's just fizzling inside them. And I want everyone to be able to, to reach out and talk to others and really bring things to fruition because with enough prayer and support, you can take anything on. Well, you realize how happy you can be when you follow your dreams, and I mean, you're a testament to that. So I'm sure there's a desire in you to want everyone else to, to feel those same emotions. Yes, exactly. So is there anything you wish you could be doing more of? Hmm, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Yes, my little ones make it hard sometimes. But sleeping and just being able to relax at home with my husband. Like, it's not even about getting out on the town anymore. Mm -hmm. We just enjoy staying home on the couch and having pizza and chocolate chip cookies and a good glass of wine oh, yeah. and watching Netflix all night. Um, Heaven. We don't. We don't get to do enough of that, and we did it on New Year's Eve this year. We we did not go out with all of our friends like we usually do and stayed home, and it was the best night of the year, and we set a goal to try and do more of that in 2017, just to relax with each other at home. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, just to have more date nights with him, because I feel like that's really important as we get older, because we don't want to focus all of our time on our children, we need to focus on our relationship as well. Mm -hmm. That's a great reminder. Yeah. How do you balance everything? 
Well, I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, I think asking for help is the biggest thing. Asking help from babysitters, from parents. If you need help cleaning the house, don't go out to eat a few times. Hire somebody to help you do that. I made that decision a couple years ago, and I think it's been a huge, huge thing to just be able to sit and play with the girls and not have to worry about scrubbing the house every other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, just asking for help when you need it. I think that's the biggest thing because nobody can do it all on their own. You have to to find that balance and to be able to let go of things. I'll go back to Emily Lay, grace, not perfection. You just have to give yourself that grace to be able to let things go and realize that it's not all going to be perfect, but to just enjoy enjoy the good and not always strive for the perfect. Thank you, Ty. Congratulations on everything and best of luck. I've loved staying in touch with you over the years. I'm excited to see what the future holds for you. Y'all can visit twirlboutique.com or meanttobeboutique.com until you can actually make it to Lexington, Kentucky to see these stores in person. If you mention Selfish, you receive $100 off a bridal gown. You've been listening to Selfish. You can find show notes on selfishthepodcast.com. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend about Selfish and make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.